Hi folks, Nathan here. We're going to talk about a couple of things today. Testing first, we'll talk about why, how, when, and uh, a little bit of the background of what, what we've been doing with testing, how we can use the results of that to protect your homeschool freedom. We're going to talk a little bit about an op-ed in the Washington Post. This time, a little bit of good news. So let's get to it. Welcome to The Frontline with FPM, where we talk about California politics, homeschool freedom, parental rights, and the family. I'm your host, Nathan Pierce, and thanks for joining us today. Let's jump right in and see what's going on here on The Frontline. So, let's start with testing. So, I want to first... start out with reading a little disclaimer uh, that my wife actually wrote in an article that she wrote on testing a couple of years ago. And here's the disclaimer. I am not and will never be in favor of required government mandated standardized testing for homeschoolers. Now, I definitely am 100% with her on this. It's, it's, It's a major, major thing to go from allowing people to do testing and requiring people to do testing. Major, major difference, and I do not support and will continue to work to defend homeschool families from the requirements of state-mandated testing here in California. Many states have tested testing requirements. Um, Some are even having test requirements being proposed in their legislature right now. Um, But fortunately, here in California, testing is not required for private schools and private homeschools in California. Um, So this disclaimer, it goes on, we do not want to give that authority to the government to determine content or consequences for test scores. I support any parent who chooses to forego testing altogether. So pray and let God lead you in what is right for your family. Uh, My wife Betsy has a lot of great things to, to share about Um, why you may or may not want to participate in testing. And I would encourage you to check out an article that she wrote called Beef Jerky and Bubble Tests, A Homeschool Mom's Perspective on Testing. And I think you will find it to be very helpful and thought-provoking for your family. Um, But to get back to uh, the reason I'm bringing up testing today, um, I have to kind of go back to Capital Day, which was just a few weeks ago here in California. And Uh, where we actually, on the 18th of January, brought packets of information on homeschooling to every legislator's office. Now, those packets of information included a report, actually several reports, on students, homeschool students, how they do academically compared with traditionally educated uh, counterparts in the public school system. Now, these, uh, these reports, these studies... Uh, Some are nationwide, some of them were specific to California. And those studies have to get data from somewhere in order to produce the reports. Now, the reports that we have been able to include in the packets for legislators the last couple of years were generated by homeschool families voluntarily, and that word voluntarily is very important, voluntarily providing uh, their test scores to this study so that um, even uh, we don't collect uh, data uh, on individual students in terms of 
what their names are or anything. We don't know who the what the identities are of students. We just know that they're homeschool students participating in this study. And so we we're able to collect that data on students voluntarily testing in California so that we can then show the legislature that with the level of regulation and requirements that homeschooling has in California, homeschool students perform well academically. Now that's traditionally, we've seen that over the years in many, many studies, and so it's not like it's a new surprise, but it's sort of uh, a, a reassurance. It's a, it's a showing the legislators and those that read these reports how the data has stayed the same the reports continue to show that homeschooling works well for preparing students to be ready for the world after graduation, and it shows that we can do so without further regulations, including, I might add, required testing. So it might sound kind of funny to say, well, if you go and test voluntarily, it helps protect your freedom to not be required to test, but that is exactly what I'm saying to you, that your voluntarily uh, willingness to go in and participate in testing, that, that action of participating in testing is an act of participation in protecting the freedom that we have in California to not have to be required to test. And that's because when we show the legislature that the laws we have right now are working from their perspective, academically speaking, then we can show that we don't need to have new laws, including the law to require or mandate state testing. So we are thankful for all those families that participated in testing, uh, both last year and the year before in 22 and 23. And those that participated did a really great service to all the rest of the homeschool families in California, both for this year and for years to come. But we need people to continue to participate in these studies so that we can continue to prove that even today, continually, homeschool students are doing well. They constantly are looking for updated statistics, things that are, that are current, and a few years and the studies that we have right now are going to look old to them. They are constantly looking for updated numbers. What can we get from this year, last year, the year before? And they're constantly looking for newer and, and more fresh studies. And so we ask you again to participate in our uh, study with Dr. Brian Ray from National Home Education Research Institute along with Bob Jones University Press Homeschool and Chia of California, Christian Home Educators Association of California. So through this cooperative, we, are, we have put together a, uh, a program where you can enter your kids and have them get tested, whether you do it at home or with a group in person somewhere. You can choose however works best for you. And then you can um, sign up for that. You can fill out a survey. And then after your child is done testing, you'll get the test results. And the results uh, will go into the, uh, the database without identifiable information. And we will be able to 
uh, utilize that, those results for a survey, a report, a study that we can then present to the legislature showing them that homeschooling works. And even from their perspective, it is successful from a academic point of view. So if you have any uh, additional questions, you're welcome to um, follow the, the links below and take a look at what the opportunity is and how you can uh, sign up and get your uh, one. There, it's pretty simple and straightforward. There's three steps. You can follow those uh, when you get to the to the sign up page on Chia's website. But I would encourage you to check, check that out and please participate with us in that. So um, again, I also want to talk a little bit about a Washington Post uh, editorial. It's a letter to the editor. As you know, we've addressed a lot of things from the Washington Post over the last few months, and uh, this is a new item that was published on the 15th of, of January, I believe, and this is from, it's actually somebody writing a letter to the editor, and the, the article is called, uh, um, Homeschooling is the best fit for some families. So, like I mentioned, a little bit of good news. It's a very, very short article, um, but I want you to 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 consider that um, they did publish this. This is a positive thing, and it's from a family that uh, really appreciated the right to homeschool. Let me just mention a couple of a couple of excerpts from this. Um, As homeschoolers from for over ten years, my family found home education was the best fit for us. We've created an environment that celebrates our African-American culture and history and fosters a love for learning by allowing our children to lead and deepen their learning at their own pace. Thanks to the flexibility of homeschooling provided my, uh, thanks to the flexibility homeschooling provided, my highly gifted daughter began college full-time at 15. We didn't have to wait for public school pacing guides, guides or pressure, te- pressure teachers for personalized education. Our approach allowed us to offer enriching activities not possible in public schools because of resource constraints and Virginia's state curriculum limitations. So um, there's more to the article. I would encourage you to check it out. Um, But I I just wanted to pass on that good news. There's some encouraging news uh, that the Washington Post did publish this. And um, it's just a reminder that uh, there are a lot of homeschool families throughout the country and around the world that really uh, enjoy the benefits of home education and the flexibility that it offers. And there's so many things that that flexibility allows for that um, each individual family knows for themselves how that actually plays out in their home. And uh, none of us can, can imagine all the different ways that that happens. And I'm always fascinated to hear stories of how that does play out in different folks' uh, homes. So I just want to, I'm just grateful for this article being published and for the the lady that wrote it, um, the homeschooling mom that that wrote that article and and submitted it. uh, And she's she's a hero for doing that, for for standing up and saying, this was good for us. And so I really appreciate that and I applaud her for that. I want to just mention that uh, next week I'm going to be focusing on a little bit of uh, advocacy, things that people can get involved in, but also the fact that um, 
the uh, capital day that we just had. Uh, we will be talking a little bit about that, sharing a little bit about some things there. Um, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to tune in for that and learn more about Capital Day and other ways that you can get involved in advocacy, not necessarily coming to the Capitol, but things you can do from home and in your own local area. So thanks so much and goodbye till next time. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Frontline with FPM. For more information about the topics we discuss here, check out Family Protection Ministries at fpmca.org and subscribe to our channel.